0: Listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your host as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host Danny. Today we have Don again with us. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it.
1: Not a problem. Thanks for having me back. Did you, did you have some fun playing some Resident Evil? I always have fun playing Resident Evil. <laughs> Although I was reflecting, and I don't know if you, I, I had to go back and look this up because I don't remember, but. Last time I was on, the only other time I was on was two years ago.
0: Man, has it been that long already? It's been two
1: years, according to the YouTube date yeah, of the video yeah, no, you uploaded, right? For Super Mario 64, episode 16. And you hadn't played that game prior yeah. either, so it seems like it's a pattern. Like I
0: try not to play games that I've played before, because it's more interesting for me. Gotcha. But, I mean, it happens sometimes where I've played especially, I'm, I'm replaying all the Final Fantasy games, so it's like I'm it's all new but i do like playing I like resident evil it's this huge hit of a game Absolutely. but i've never experienced it yep. so to find somebody else who really enjoys it and wants to play it and then wants to talk about it that's that's what i'm looking for so it was a good fit
1: yeah super happy to be here it's <laughs> when i when i found out you hadn't played the game before i was like you got to throw it in like yeah. it's just one of those that's it's in my favorite of all time for sure definitely awesome. enjoy going back even even now
0: yeah i did struggle a little bit with it. I saw. I mean, it's 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 an old game. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I streamed the whole thing from beginning to end, and uh, yeah, there was some moments of uh, of struggle.
1: Expected, to say the least. Yeah, and I had warned you. You know, going in, like controls can be a bit weird, and like there's a learning curve, and I, I will get into it more. But yeah, no, for sure, I, you you had all the same struggles I had when I played originally back in the day. Right. So.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, so let's talk about the game a little bit. Resident Evil 1, developed by Capcom. Um it was re- originally released on the PlayStation in 1996, but it was also released on Windows in 96/97 cuz it took some time to be um pushed to the states. Um and then it was also released on the Sega Saturn. Uh, then it was
1: remade and
0: re-released
1: several times since then yeah i actually looked it up today uh that particular game has been remade eight times um so you'll get into huge debates over what the definitive edition of resident evil one is and you know that's that's a story we we want to avoid that's right you know it, it's <laughs> that's a deep rabbit hole um
0: yeah uh i found it interesting that they re that they made it for the nintendo ds
1: That's really bizarre. Have you ever seen any of the screenshots? I haven't. Oh, do yourself a favor. Go look it up, and then go. Yeah, I'm not playing that. Like, if you if you struggled with the PlayStation edition, trying to play it on a Game Boy or a handheld, like, and there's some people out there who think that the handheld editions were really really good. And I'm assuming they are. I've never played those. I have
0: noticed that they integrated some. some of the like touch features in the, and because it's the, the DS they have like the touch screen. Yeah. So it's like, you can do like a knife fight, like demo or something. I
1: don't know. It's, it's really bizarre. You might have a little bit better time picking up objects or, you know, right. working with puzzles, you know, through that type of interface. I could see where that would, would lend itself to. Right. Yeah.
0: But then they had an HD like remaster. They called it a remaster, but it really was a complete remake of the game that came out on the GameCube in 2002. And I did dabble with that a little bit um, in in the time that I've played. So um, let's try and talk about the story. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it. And that was kind of my downfall of the, of the game. Sure. Um, so it kind of starts off with Raccoon City um, noticing that there are people who are dying in and it seems to be that they're being eaten by other humans. Some sort of cannibalistic yep. um, group. And so they send a special tactics and rescue service, STARS, to investigate. And the STARS, the Bravo Team STARS, they go missing um, while searching for um, the this group correct or whatever to it, while, while you know investigating what's going on and so they send in an alpha team and that's where we kind of pick up the story is the the alpha team drops down in the woods they get attacked by some crazy dogs yeah and they flee to a nearby mansion for safety right yeah so once they're in the mansion they can't leave because the dogs are outside. So they have no choice but to investigate the mansion and try and find a way through a back a back door or make their way out. Now they were dropped off by a helicopter, so the obvious plan is to be rescued by the helicopter. So as they're going through the mansion and as they're doing an investigation, they're they're finding you know bits of, of blood on the ground leading to these monsters that we know them as zombies, but it's funny how these zombie games and movies, they don't refer to them as zombies. They're just like, they're monsters. Yep. But you slowly find out that these monsters are infected or they have, they have some mutation that is transforming humans into these monsters. Correct. And it, it's not even just humans, it's animals and it's plants and whatever they're just doing. It's, it's, As you go along, you're finding out that it's experimentation. Correct. So they are, you know, using different chemicals to experiment on humans. And the further you go, the more information you get, which isn't a whole lot—bits and pieces here and there, by scribbles left on desks from files that you're reading, yep, or scientists or other people that are in the building. Um, You find out that yes, they are experimenting on humans. Um, and animals and plants and everything. Um, they are employed by a umbrella corporation. And umbrella,
1: the umbrella, the umbrella.
0: Yes. <laughs> and, <clears throat> um, the the corporation is specifically building a super soldier. That's correct. And they succeeded in building the super soldier, but. At, at the consequence of infecting all of their employees to the point where I believe they have to flee the facility. And, and this is kind of speculation. They don't really say no, what's yeah. going on. It's just this abandoned building. But, you know, they, they have to leave, leaving all of these zombies behind. And so as the STARS team is trying to figure out what's going on, they're finding the remnants of what the Umbrella Corporation has left behind. Yep. Um so you eventually make it to the lab where they have um the bioweapon stored and you find out that the bioweapon is a mutated super soldier that they call Tyrant. Yep.
1: And good old Barry. Yeah, I don't did you play as Jill? Yeah, I always play as Jill. Okay. I started out back in the day playing as Chris and didn't realize that, you know... Jill's so much easier. <laughs> well, yeah, so and they don't tell you that, right? So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's another aspect of the game that I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later, but, you know, you get the choice right out of the gate is playing as male or female, and I normally take the female characters. I don't know why. I just do. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if you play as Chris you get less inventory slots so there's there's a lot more inventory management that you have to handle on your own you don't start out the game with a gun at all you're only given a knife so you're doing a lot of up close fighting and you know it, you're not shooting things from a distance he can take more damage though canny he's a little bit brutal like that but he doesn't get the lock pick yeah. which you know Jill uses for most of the adventure to get you know indoors until she can start to find keys um He doesn't get the bazooka or a.k.a. the grenade launcher at all. Right. Um, So it becomes a little bit more problematic. He does find the Colt, you know, later on in the game, which is a super powerful handgun, which really helps. Um, But, you know, you do have a tougher go of it playing as as him. Um, And again, if you've not played before, and I know you haven't, but... The storylines are different. So the character interactions between, you know, uh, Barry and Wesker and, you know, Jill, like it's just a different take on the game's going to be, I would say, probably 85 to 90 percent the same. But there will be different things if you go back and you play as Chris where you're like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't, you know. Right. Who is this? Pr- like, there's a, an entire character that you really don't see. If Rebecca? You- yes. Yeah, I've seen her name floating around. Yeah, you're probably like, who's this Rebecca? Yeah, no idea. So if you play as Chris, you meet Rebecca within, like, the first five minutes. Yeah, sure. Of the game, right? So Rebecca is, like, Chris's shadow character. Where for Jill, Barry was his shadow character. Right. Okay. So it's, it's they you know, each of the characters have two different, like, avenues that they can play through the game. So there's like a, they call it an A-line or a B-line. And depending on your, you know, choices of how you solve puzzles and how you maneuver through the game, like, your character will progress. Right. Your side character may die uh leaving oh, yeah, you yeah. with an alternate ending. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I did look at that and they have four different endings.
1: Yep. So
0: if your if your bonus character dies, that's a, a one ending. Correct. If your bonus character lives, that's a an ending. Yep. If you save the alternate character, so in my case, I could save Chris, then that's a different ending yep. and then there's an also a different ending if you save chris without your sha- your extra your plus one character correct <laughs> so it's like there's four different endings depending on who you know how you and i'd get yeah the game. i'd have
1: to go look up the specifics of it but um there's files that you can find throughout the game too that you read they're just text documents that mm-hmm. give you information and it's kind of how you unveil most of the story right I believe, don't hold me to this, but I believe you have to have all of the files in order to get, like, the super cool, like, awesome bonus ending at the very end, Hmm. Um, and from what I saw, you you did, like, you were very thorough in your (laughs) gameplay, you got the wicked cool ending that I never, like, even this playthrough, didn't get it, like, I wasn't (laughs) going through all of that, right, so... Yeah, no, and it's kind of cool. I don't know that the game has replay value to the point where I'd replay it just to see all the endings, go YouTube that, and, you know, they're really not that different, but, yeah, you know, you have to save your alternate character, and, you know, so there's differences in the storylines. Yeah, and that's
0: what makes it fun, too, is that, you know, all these different endings changes... You know, going into it, I can look that up and be like, okay, oh, well, there's a best ending, or there's a bad ending, or there's an alternate bad ending, or there's a not so good ending. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, well, obviously, I want to go for the best ending. Sure. And then you start talking, like, I had some people in the chat with me who, while I was streaming, and they were like, yeah, go go save Chris. You know, go figure out how you got to save Chris. Right. It's like, okay, well, I need passcodes, and I need to figure out how to use the discs, and, yep. you know, once you start figuring that out, it's like, okay... I I know what I need to do. I know where to do it. I just need to figure out where everything is at. Correct. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, it definitely adds to the value of the game, for sure. Um, Now, in the meantime, while all this is going down, Wesker, who is part of the Alpha Stars team, you find out that he's kind of been leading the Stars team from Umbrella's point of view, he's working as a double agent. So the ultimate goal was to it, it from, from the notes that I could find. Yep. It seemed to me that the ultimate goal was to lure the Stars team in to help suppress the, the outbreak and then nuke it and blow it up.
1: You're, you're close. So, Bravo team went in as kind of an experiment in regards to how the the monsters, if you will, would handle real world fighting scenarios. So they're attempting to collect data using you as a human to see how they will hold up in mercenary type of of battles. Bravo team didn't make it. So they send us in. To kind of mop up after Bravo team. And yeah, to your point, you know, uh Wesker's a bit of a a, a D-bag. Yeah. He's not a good guy. But you don't know that till right, the yeah. very end. And you don't really even see him. Like you see no. him maybe two cutscenes. No. Maybe? But when they do show up, they're crucial cutscenes because right, yeah. they're letting us know something's not right. You know, it could be, you know, in Jill's line, you know, there's a time period there where you're like, is it Barry that's not the good guy? Like, is it the guy that I'm working with that I got to be worried about? Or is it someone else? Like, we come across characters in the game that we didn't know came in with us that give us, you know, some storyline like, you know... I can't remember their names, but like, you know, Leonardo, or he's half dead and talking oh, to you, right. and you're yeah, like, yeah. what? Who's this? Like, oh, he's, he's on our team, and he died, right? That was so was Enrico. Yeah, yeah, there you go, Enrico, <laughs> yes. So there's those little things, and you start to kind of piece it together, but you definitely have that kind of euphoria of something's not right, but I don't know what's not right, and you're trying to figure it out. Right, and what's interesting about this, too, is if
0: you don't hunt down your story, you're not going to get a whole lot. No. Like, if you're not reading all the text documents that you pick up, if you're not reading all of the diaries and all the bits and pieces, you're not going to get a whole lot of story here. Nope. So as long as you're being diligent and you're looking for the story, you're going to find something. But... You know, you do kind of have to dig a
1: little bit for it. The game kind of forces that though, because to solve the puzzles and to advance, you're pretty much kind of going through and clicking on everything that you can find. And that's how you inadvertently step across, you know, these files and these documents. And no, to your point, if you're not reading them, you know, and this happened to me, you know, 30 years ago when I played, like, i'm lost and we didn't have the internet and youtube and yeah. like oh, we could call all like word of mouth 1-800 sony to try to get some help <laughs> but like you're talking to your buddies and you're like i'm stuck in the mansion and you know it's like we well, go back and read file you know x and you're like what well, and you got to go back in your inventory screen you go and you read it and you're like oh man like yeah. all right this is what i'm supposed to do with that like if i'd have read that when i picked it up three days ago like i'd have been so much better off right but i didn't and so it does kind of force it to, to kind of, but in a, I would say rather unintending fashion, like it doesn't feel forced when you're playing it. Meaning, you know, you don't feel like you have to go find a file to advance. You can just kind of meander around and do what you want to do. But there are some points where you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of confused and you're in the same rooms and kind of running around, but then you finally, you get right.
0: It. Yeah. You get there eventually. Yeah. Um, in reading um, my ending, my ending was the perfect or best ending, I think. Yep. Um, so basically, I saved everybody that I could possibly save. I escaped and killed Tyrant, but there are the bad endings where Tyrant gets to flee the facility and roams the forest. Yep. So I don't know how that. You know, I don't know if I'm curious to know in like the se- or the like, sequels or whatever. If those, like, play in, like, which ending is canon?
1: Like, I don't really know. So, yeah, you're getting into really deep weeds. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'll, I'll help you out a little okay. bit. Um, so, for example, like, at the end of the first one, Wesker dies, right? Wesker's not dead. Well, so, he didn't die in the first one, not for me. It depends on which character you're playing as. Okay. All right, So, fair in Chris's ending, he dies. Okay. He gets shot. Oh, no, he doesn't get shot. I take that back. When, um, All right, so you're correct. I mean, digress. When you're playing, it's you and Barry that go in to check out Tyrant. And you were actually saying, all right, Barry, don't touch the computer, Barry. <laughs> I know. Don't, don't touch him. <laughs> Barry, Barry, you're not listening to me, Barry. He's walking over. He's going to do it, right? And I'm like, I'm laughing the whole time because I know it's coming. <laughs> so in Chris's story, it's Chris and Wesker that go in. Oh, okay. And when uh, Wesker releases Tyrant, Tyrant kills Wesker. So, but he doesn't kill Wesker. Wesker shows up in the lineage much further down in the other games and he's, you know, and we know in, you know, the other games, Wesker's, you know, not a good guy. Right. Right. So yeah, like they've kind of taken some liberties with that. Like, as they they've made the other games in the series. It's like, well, did that character die or didn't they? Could we do a flashback scene and kind of maybe, you know, mop that up a little bit and bring that character back? Cause You know, each of the characters has their own unique storyline, their own approach. You know, you get into the other games, you're not playing as the same characters anymore. You know, you're still stars, you're still with, you know, Raccoon City. Like, it's familiar, but it's different character lines, different stories. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that whole, like, Resident Evil lineage of stitching everything together and what happened when. And, you know, like Resident Evil Zero that you started with a GameCube. That's, you know, pre... You know
0: I I didn't play zero. You you started out with the the remaster one. Yeah. So So they came out with the same as one.
1: Yep, yep. You're right. Um so yeah, they came out with the Resident Evil Zero that predated, you know. Yep. To give us two different characters. That's Rebecca. Um and I can't remember the other guy's name off the top of my head, but um yeah, so it's it's similar story, but different characters with different twists and they've taken a lot of liberties though. So yeah, it all stitches together, but to to your point, not tight enough to where people aren't like, hey, wait a minute, you know, at the right. end of the first one, Wesker died, why is he here? Because right. like, they don't explain it, he just shows up again. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. So there's some of that that, you know, they've taken creative liberties with. But sure. Yeah. No, the whole storyline and the lineage of Resident Evil started here with this game, um, and they've built, you know, an entire franchise yeah, of, of I mean, you know. They've
0: been doing it for you know 30 years absolutely almost. they've
1: not always been successful with it too i will yeah, add right. there's been some games that you know have been crap in a box with the resident evil name that still sell millions of units that leave people rather unhappy but i would say you know overall as a huge resident evil fan 95 plus percent of the time they're getting it right yeah and so
0: interesting yeah. so what did you end up giving
1: it for a story I gave it 10 out of 10.
0: Did you? I did. Jeez.
1: and I, I, yeah, I knew that was going to be harsh when I was watching your video. But again, you got to remember, like, for me, I've played all of the other games. Yeah, sure. So this is where it all starts, right? So we're getting really good character development. We're starting to meet who these people are. And in this particular game, like, there's a lot of plot twists. You've got a lot of different things that, like I said earlier, like, who's the bad guy? What's going on? Like, why are these dogs, like, rabid? Like, okay, like, are these really people? Are these zombies? Or, oh, all right, now they are in fact. Like, there's just enough twists and turns and story that you're playing through that, you know, for me, I don't think there's anything with the story itself that could have been, you know, any better. I I don't know how they could have done it any better than the way they did. You're going to have a different yeah, take. But
0: I, I, very different take. Yeah. So I, I give it a five.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you admitted right out of the gate that story was a little it, hard for you.
0: I Going into it, I was expecting just more of it, more story. And when I, you know, you walk into the mansion and you get, I mean, granted, the, the voice acting is what it is, but it's yeah. like, you know, you get very little story. You barely know who you are. You barely know why you're there. Mm -hmm. And then you start walking through and you're, you know, just getting just glimpses of what's actually going on. Correct. And I just, It's, I I feel like that they could have added a few more cutscenes to help, you know, for for Jill to start realizing, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. Oh my God. You know, that revelation within the characters themselves, instead of just me being like, oh, that's what's going on. Yep. So I don't know. I think there just wasn't enough. There wasn't enough tangible story. Like there was a lot of like hidden bits and pieces, Mm -hmm. but I think that it could have just been played out a little bit better.
1: Yeah, if you're comparing it to let's say future releases of even like a Final Fantasy, those games had way more cutscenes with way more storyline right, with yeah. way more like so it absolutely could have been done that way. And if you play, you know, some of the other games with 2 and 3 and you know even 4, like that starts to come, right? So this was them trying to develop, you know, that, that genre and kind of getting their, their feet wet. And, you know, yeah, there were some mistakes made for I, sure. I but. feel
0: like that they, they wanted to have this deep story and I feel like they intentionally added these holes in the story of, well, who knows what umbrella is and what they're really doing and you gotta yeah. find out sort yep. of thing. Yep. And I just was kind of left with this, like, oh, what's going on i'm with you (laughs) you know yeah and and you know that's a good thing for a a game that is known to be a franchise so now you know if i play resident evil 2 i'm gonna be like oh i'm gonna get more of that and i'm gonna figure out who umbrella really is and who's on what side and what's really going on but as the game stands by itself by the end of the game i'm still just like Yep. I'm I'm I
1: made it alive. That that makes <laughs> sense. So yeah, it could be my brain stitching together what I already sure, know yeah, from all absolutely. of the other games to say, you know. But yeah, I mean for me this is kind of the father of, you know, the genre yeah, of and course. where it starts. So yeah, I, I ranked it high. I did.
0: So let's let's get into graphics. Yeah. Um I give it an eight. Okay. Um I,
1: I, I landed at a seven. Okay. So we're oh, pretty yeah. close there. Yeah. I I had talked to you about that before we started This one's the hard one for me to kinda pinpoint down, because, you know, I mean, admittedly, when you asked me to review it, I was like, absolutely. And then it took me like two days uh, to try to figure out how to get my PlayStation hooked up to my new flat screen oh, TV.
0: Ouch! Yeah. I'm like,
1: uh, technical uh, anticipation that I was not thinking of, right? So... It literally was me, like, in the corner of my bedroom with a small TV, like, going to old <laughs> oh, school, no. like, because I, I originally thought, like, I'll use my PlayStation Classic, but I don't have cordless controllers, so then I'd have been, like, sitting on the uh, foot. It just was yeah. not... So I had some hurdles, technically, to get it done, but I, I was able to make it happen. Um, it, yeah, it... <sighs> Graphically, it it doesn't hold up, you know, to what we're used to today. No, but you nothing know, does PlayStation era. No, um, you know, the characters and the polygons, and you know, it was really kind of our first foray at actually, for me anyway, controlling a human being in a game. And I can remember back in the day, like even now, going back, I'm like, all right, this is pretty rough. Um, but it was smooth then, like for us to actually be able to, you know. Walk around inside of a mansion, and it to actually be textured walls and not flat yeah, sprite yeah. graphics. And you know they really were trying to push the envelope the, for the, the air that it was in. The
0: backgrounds looked really good. Yeah, and even the cutscenes—I I call them cutscenes, but that's loose. Like the the animation, for example, you're out in the the. Um, the garden and you open the gate and all the water drops out and you you have this like clip of the water like flowing out through the mm-hmm. through the gate that you just opened and that looks awesome i yep. mean that's like that's like top notch graphics for that time absolutely you know and i'm seeing that and i can appreciate that again and and we kind of talked thinking about it from 1996 You know, Final Fantasy VII came out in 1997, and they were aiming for, like, the best of the best. Obviously, they didn't nail it. But, like, this game, all the characters have some kind of facial features. They all have, you know, good body textures. They have good, you know, body features. Yep. You know, they even have the, like, small animations of, you know, Jill will put her hand on her hip when she's bored or, you know, kind Uh of sway a little bit, and... That's just it looks really good. It's really well done considering the time frame. Like, yeah, they can do it really well now. Yep. But for ninety six, this is this is
1: awesome. This is really good. Yeah, and you know, C D base, so you know, for the first time too, and we'll get that in you know, the categories coming down a little later, but you know, you've got characters that are actually, you know, giving you audio dialogue back. You're not having to read everything on screen. Right. You know, although I wasn't done the best either, no. and we'll talk about that a little bit later, <laughs> preview of what's to come. Right, exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, like, I can remember playing back, you know, and in, in, it would have been 96. I wasn't an early adopter. Um, I had actually played Resident Evil 2 before I played hmm. 1. I had to go back because I liked 2 so well. Um, but, yeah, like, it was really cool being able to, like... Listen to characters talk to one another and not have to read anything on that screen was anymore. Very new. Right. So yeah. you know, tying that in with the graphics, you know, competing directly against the likes of Nintendo who was the big dong in the day, like it's a far jaunt to the right side compared to what we're used to with just flat cartoony colors. Like yeah. it's so yeah, I mean I I did, but you know, I probably was a little, like I said, harsh cause You know, if you've never played it before and you're going back now and you're used to, you know, uh, uh, ray tracing and all the things that we're seeing with these high-end graphics cards now, it's not there. No, no. It's not there.
0: But for what they had, I feel like they pushed it as far as they could. Now, granted, I don't know what 2 and 3 look like on the PlayStation. I'm sure that they did even more with those games. But, you know, again, it's an 8. You know, like, room for improvement. I mean... Agreed. I, I was happy to see all the, like, there was always different enemies, you know, around each corner. Like, next thing you know, you've got these hunters that are following you and chasing you down the hallway. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got gremlins hanging from the ceiling. Like, yeah, what those, the heck?
1: those chimeras are pretty rough. Um, <laughs> you, And again, it's it's learning patterns, right? right? So, you do better if you can get them to fall off of the ceiling. You definitely don't want to be stuck underneath one. Right. Like, and I don't know, because I, I watched some of your gameplay, but each of those enemies responds differently to different types of ammo and weapons. Oh, okay. So if you realize, you know, which rounds work most effectively against which enemy, you can mop them up super duper fast. <laughs> um, you know, the Colt, for example, will tear through hunters in like two or three shots. Sure. You're not like, you know, the handgun, forget it. Like you're dead, you know, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's those types of things. It's another level of the puzzle aspect right. that the game brings that... Yeah, yeah unless you've really played it multiple times you probably haven't, you know, haven't figured out. So, so
0: I mean, let's let's just continue in through gameplay. I mean, yeah. that's that's really what what we're talking about now. I yep. mean, you you you're kind of given a choice. Do you want to fight or run? Yes. And, you know, it's funny because you kind of gave me a pep talk before we started and you're like, you know, conserve your ammo run. If you can sort of thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to run from everything and you can't, you can't run from everything. No, you can try. Yeah. It's not going to, you're not going to succeed. Correct. Um, I found myself trying really hard to dodge as much as I could. And then it was like, well, I'm in this hallway way too much. Let's just wipe them out. And I don't have to worry about it again. Correct. And next thing I know, I'm like, well, Let's wipe them out in this room. Let's wipe them out in this room. By the time I finished with the mansion, the first half of the mansion, I it was pretty much clear. Like yeah. I, there was nothing left. Nope. Yep. So it was like I kind of felt like, well, I could have just went in guns a blazing. Yep. However, I would have missed way more than I sh- probably should have from yep. like the beginning. Yep. Like as I learned the controls, as I learned, you know, how to uh, how to aim, you know, better, but had i done that from the beginning i'd have just been shooting all over the place where if because i took my time i got to learn everything by the time i f- got through the mansion the first half of it i was comfortable and just shooting everything and i'm like eh, i've got plenty of ammo just yeah.
1: wipe them out so what you're probably not realizing um Ammo in the game's limited, right? It doesn't respawn. It's not something right. that, like, once it's gone, it's gone. Um, yeah, they kind of spread it out so you can find a little bit here, a little bit there, especially in easy mode. Like, if you need a herb or a plant, one's going to show up right about when you need one. So it's kind of cool that way. But by you running and not killing everything right out of the gate, there's certain triggers in the game. So, for example, let's say you would have killed all of the zombies on the first floor, right? As soon as you solve puzzle X, all of them respawn again. Mm, so right. it repopulates you know, everything all over again. So essentially, you've wasted all that initial ammo because you're going to have to go through and kill them again. Right. So by not killing them the first time, you conserved ammo so that when they, they respawn, respawn, which to you, they never did respawn because no, they've I always been notice. there, yeah. correct? You're good. Yeah, huh. so... Yeah, when I first played, you know, back in the day, yeah, like your your gut instinct is oops, zombie, gotta kill it. Right. right. So the next thing you know, four or five, six shots of zombie, you're you're wiping them out in the hallways, and all of a sudden I'm low on ammo. And, you know, to your point of fight or flight, sometimes you don't get a choice because you are out of bullets. Yeah. Like you have no save ribbon, like your only <laughs> option is to run and dodge and hopefully like limp your way to the next yeah. you know.
0: I the hunters were a lot easier to dodge. I'm not really sure why. Like, you would think that the zombies are so slow. Yep. But I think it's because the zombies, like, grab you. Where the hunters just, like, attack. Yep. So, you know, yeah, I might take, you know, a slash to the knee, but I'm still running. Yep. You know, where the zombies, they hold you and you're you're locked in. You, you know, you're going to take some damage. And then they push you back. Yep. So then you still have to fight them. You can't just move forward, you know.
1: Yeah. They changed some of that. And I don't... Were you playing the actual original edition or were you playing director's cut or... I was playing the original edition. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember on mine. I think I was playing director's cut. I'd have to go back and check. Um i know the hunters have a decapitation move so if you get they do yes, like, and that, there's no coming back from that yes. if you're like anything below uh like a fine or a, a caution like you're done yeah. like one and out several
0: like, times i had my head ripped off yeah so and it's, it's like brutal it is it is <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah it's satisfying because like oh my gosh this just happened and then you know here lies jill no head just laid there and it just comes up with the screen you've died you died yep gross (laughs) you know
1: dodging can definitely work to your advantage if you're doing it right right um and i you know i've not watched a lot of them but there are a lot of people who've played this game over and over and over again where they'll do speed runs and they can run through the whole game in less than you know an hour not And there's also people who literally have tried to go through the game and they've kind of adopted these challenges over the years where like they try to go through and replay the first game without taking any damage at all. Like never being touched or or bitten by any, you know, that's a more slow roll. Like you can take your time because you don't want to, you know, um, that's hard. Like trying to get yeah. through like all of, uh, that would be not something i would do but you know they've tried to come up with creative ways to keep the game fun to play so
0: another gameplay mechanic that i've struggled with quite a bit was the save ribbons yeah um you know from from the beginning coming coming from a background of I play a lot of video games. I play a lot of different video games. Yeah. The key is save early, save often. Always. Always. Yes. Save early, save often. Yeah. Save
1: early, save often. No, we're breaking that You can't that do mold. that. No. <laughs> Not an option in Resident so
0: Evil. So it was fine. Like at the beginning, I think I used way too many ribbons because about halfway through, I was struggling to the point where I had no ribbons. And I kept dying in the same place over and over and over again. So it was like I'm replaying this section over Correct. and over and over and over. And it just got frustrating. Yep. Like, if I, it would be great if I could get to this point and then save it because there's a typewriter here. But I can't save it because I have no ribbon and the game's not giving me any ribbon.
1: Yeah. So You backpedal to go find one.
0: I had already picked them all up, as far as I could tell. I got you. So it's like the only thing I could do is just power forward and hope that I find some. And And I did eventually, sure. Um, But I kind of felt like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it could have been better. I understand that they wanted it to be a challenge, and they didn't want to just give you, you know, that it would have been too easy to just save it and then inch forward, go back, save it, inch forward, go back, save it. I understand but I kind of felt like they were trying to push the amount of hours it takes to play the game.
1: I would take a different spin on that. I could see where you're saying, I think they were more from my perspective anyway, Uh creatively just trying to push the bounds of.
0: It was definitely a different take.
1: You can't save anytime you want to, you need a ribbon to save. So they were trying to do something a little bit different to kind of force your thought process. And I think it makes it more immersive Meaning, you know, when you're hurting and you're crawling and you're trying to get out of the way, if you do not have an ink ribbon to be able to save your progress, like it heightens like you making the right moves because you know if you die, you are going back to wherever you last saved. So it kind of adds to that survival horror aspect of the game. Yeah. And that there's now more pressure on you as the player that's actually controlling said character to make the right moves because it could cost you if you haven't saved. Yeah. 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 And it sounds like it did. It did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was, it was kind
0: of hard. That was probably the, one of the biggest hardships that I had about halfway through the game. You have to go through the, the garden to get to the underground, like under the garden, and you're in the mansion with all these hunters because I had already gone yeah. done the. But but the the next step is to go down and kill the the big boss spider.
1: Right, I don't know the names, but um, he was actually just called Spider. Oh, was from he? From what I remember. So yeah.
0: you get down in there and you fight the spider, and I my first gameplay or my first attempt, I get down there. I I know very well i have so much ammo and i have so much i have no saves so like i have to kill the spider one try went through killed him no problem the spider and the animation start he starts dying i'm like well it's a spider the babies are gonna pop out so i leave the room come back spider respond yep i was angry you need to wait and yeah, that's exactly the it. Game I didn't, I needs didn't... to
1: log the fact that you've beat yeah, him. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what happened. It, it didn't. The animation didn't fully finish of the spider dying. Yep. So because I went back into the room, or I left the room too early. Went back in. He was full health, happy to yep. kill me. Yep. And I had no no healing items. Whoops. I think I took like one acid spray to the face and was done. Yeah. And then I had to do everything over again. And the dogs are so difficult. <laughs>
1: All right, so, spoiler alert, like, we'll talk about some of these things, but it's only because, like, I've played this game sure, for yeah. so long, right? How many of the bosses did you actually kill? Um. So, uh, Yawn, which is a snake. Yeah, I killed the snake. Did you kill him twice? I did kill him twice. All right, so then you got the spider. Yeah. Then you end up with Plant 42. Yep, killed him. And then you end up with Tyrant 1 and Tyrant 2. Okay, yeah. Right? So did you kill all those? Well, I mean, kill, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You, you don't have to. And that's what they don't tell you. Like yeah. when you come across Jan the first time, when he comes out from underneath his little hidey hole, as they call it, right? If you wait for him to attack and you run over to where the hidey hole's at, you, you can pick up the item. You and- can grab the, and you can walk right out of the room and progress right along your way. You don't need to fight him. Yeah. Um, in the room where the spider's at, there's a door that's got some spider webs on it. So after you kill the spider. You chop the door. Correct. Yeah. Or alternatively, you can stand in front of the door, and if you time it right, you can dodge out of the way, and when the spider throws acid at the webs, the spider will actually burn the webs off for (laughs) you, and you can go through the door, grab said item, and progress along your way. Like
0: The thing that infuriated me the most is after that segment with the spider... Because I had to, I was in the mansion my last save. So, like, sure. I'm in the mansion. I have to make my way all the way through the mansion with the hunters. Yep. Make my way through the garden with the dogs. Then make my way through the underground yep. with the hunters also. Yep. And kill the spider over and over and over and over and dying in several different spots. Yep. When I finally killed the spider, inside the room with the spider's freaking ink ribbon. I was furious. I'm like, I could have walked into this room, grabbed an ink ribbon, saved it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. It would have been it would have been fine. I had yep. no idea. Absolutely. It didn't like I could see the sparkle in the corner on the opposite side, and I could tell that, that was the the um the knife to be able to cut the web right i didn't see the one on the on the opposite side so like i had no idea if i did you know know. it's there now Uh, right exactly it ruins the fun doesn't it it? it,
1: yeah (laughs) so it's it's those things that you learn through playing and you know again tying into the story and you know but yeah like even when i played years and years and years ago like your inclination is oh boss battle like gotta kill the boss and most of the time after a boss battle right you get into another room and you can instantly save your progress or it auto saves or Right. right nope We're on to zombies, like, where there's a hunter on the other side and I died. Crap, now I got to do all that all over again. Like, you never knew what was coming around the next door, which added to that survival horror.
0: I have to say some of that was nice because... The first time through, I may have used way more ammo than I needed to. Second time through, I know exactly where the enemies are. Yeah. I know how to dodge them. I know where I'm supposed to be going instead yep. of wandering around. Yep. So I'm si- I'm conserving ammo the second time around. Yeah, I died the first time. It sucks, but the second time around, I'm doing it faster. Yep, doing it better. I'm conserving ammo. I'm conserving health. So I it it did help sometimes, but there were other times it was just
1: frustrating. It just made me angry. (laughs) And two, you know, from a gameplay perspective, the respawning of enemies after certain events are triggered, like... I can remember again back in the day. It didn't happen so much now because I was anticipating it. I couldn't remember exactly where everything happened, obviously. But Mm. you know, you're running down a hallway so many times, and you know it's empty because you've cleared it and you've been it a million times. You
0: pop in there again, and boom! And
1: you're like, "What the?" You know, like, and you get caught off guard, right? Or you'd be walking down a hallway, and you've walked down that hallway a hundred million times, and all of a sudden, like the window, butt and here comes six dogs, and you're like, "I hate these things," you know. So. There's tricks, you know, you can walk past a lot of the dogs in the game. If you walk slow and you kind of stay out of frame, each of the characters has its own like AI and tracking system. So if they don't, you know, what's the term? I think it was called aggro. Like if they don't, you know, attack, you can just walk past them. You don't have to kill them again, conserving ammo and it's all tricks but we're, I, we're in the gameplay section. We've like completely stepped over the biggest gameplay like issue, in my opinion, and that's the tank controls. Like, I watched your first <laughs> video, and I kind of gave you warning up front. Like, when you start out, like this game will seriously aggravate the heck out yeah. of you. You are not gonna like the controls it at didn't all. Take
0: me too long, like no. maybe about a half hour of figuring out. It really just took a few minutes to figure out what the buttons were even doing because what I figured out is that you're controlling, you're controlling your character. You're not controlling the character from the screen's point of view. You're controlling the character from a top down point of view. So up is always going to be forward. Back is always going to be back and then left and right. So like holding forward, even though the camera angle changes, my, my habit has been, if the camera angle changes and I'm moving forward and now the character is moving right, I need to hit right. But that doesn't work in this no. game. You have to constantly be holding forward. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to be turning or something.
1: Well, and depending on camera angle, forward changes. Yeah. So, like, and you see this right away and they do it on purpose in the library where you get dropped off. Or not the library, the dining hall. Right. right, right. off the left when you come in the mansion. Right. You know, you're running around the big table, and in one screen, you're running towards the camera, and as soon as you pass the camera, the same camera essentially pivots, and now you're running away from the camera. Like you have to compensate for that when you run past the camera,
0: but you don't. Like your your brain wants
1: to, correct? But
0: you don't need to. Yeah, you're not supposed to, right? Because you're always controlling Jill from a. it yeah, was yeah. Im- Jill in my case, from a top-down perspective. Yeah. So like, you're always supposed to hold forward, but your brain is like, "Well, forward has changed, but it, it hasn't." Yes. And that's that's the trick, and that took me some time to master. But once I figured it out, I was okay. There is no
1: running and shooting at the same time. Yeah. So that for was those annoying. of you people who like to be able to dual analog I, stick, I and, would really you know, like
0: to have walked backwards and shot at the same time Oh yeah,
1: makes it super easy if you can walk away and fire yeah not happening in this game nope nope so you have to pick which areas you're gonna kind of set up shop and and fire from and and you have to pick those you know strategic points if you will and um yeah it, it it adds to the dynamic i mean i watched your video on the stream and yeah it was frustrating for me in the very beginning because I was like oh no like you went like a solid I want to say half hour without 40 running. minutes well no well, oh. a without running but yeah. you never learned how to fire and I'm like <laughs> he's not once like armed a weapon or learned how to fire yeah. I'm like he's dead he's dead he's dead he's dead and you didn't die like you just like <laughs> nope I'm gonna moonwalk out of here <laughs> And I'm like, wait, no, you have to kill that zombie. You can't cheat and let Barry kill him for you. Like, nope, you did. And that's another one of those things. Like, there's just certain things. Like, do you remember when you were playing and you took the shotgun off the wall? Yes. I I found out afterwards. Yeah. Like, but that's a solvable puzzle. Like, you didn't do it the wrong way. Right. Like, that's where I was talking earlier uh, in our conversation today. So each character has, like, path A, path B. Mm-hmm. You ended up making a I don't want to say a poor choice, but because that roof comes down on you because you didn't put the fake shotgun up on the wall, you you solved the puzzle incorrectly. Your your side character has to save you, but now that room is off limits to you. You can't go through that room anymore. So it causes your travel around the mansion to go longer because that room, you know, has been sealed off because the ceiling came down. You can't go back through that door because it's locked.
0: So, had I n- put the the fake gunshot, or the broken yes. um, shotgun on the wall, was there another exit through that room? No. So-, so, like, the the other room, there was nothing else in there. It was just, like, it, there was, like, your, your trap room, and then, like, a study room, and there was nothing else in there. Like, I grabbed everything in that room and backtracked out. Correct. And the ceiling came down. But, like, there was no other need to be in that room.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. And I'd have to go back and look at gameplay. But those are the types of mechanics that, you know, definitely come into play. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's smart. I really enjoyed the puzzles. Honestly... That was my favorite part of this game. Good. Was enjoying the puzzles. Like, you know, you pick up an item you're like, what the heck is this for? Then you pick up another item and it's like, crap, now I have two items. I have no idea what they're used for. Yep. And then you start putting the pieces together and it's like, oh, all right. So, you know, the shield, I I pick up this shield and I put it in this spot and I grab the shield and I put it in this spot. Oh, now I've got to move this thing out of the way and I can, you know. Yeah. As you start building all these pieces together, it just, it forms this... This puzzle that is spanning across the whole mansion, you know, and that's what's
1: fun. With your inventory slots as a character, again, Joel's got more of them, so you can kind of hold on to more items. It makes it a little easier inventory management definitely becomes, you know, an issue because you have, like, all right, I picked up a crank. What is this crank used for? Like, I don't know. How
0: long do I have to hold the crank? Am yeah. I going to find something later that I need the crank for? Some
1: of the, the game does a really good job. Like, when you're done with a key, it'll tell you, like, right. you don't need this anymore. Yep. And you can discard it, and it instantly goes away, which is nice. You get it out of your inventory slot, you drop it, it's gone. Uh, and you know that there's no need for it anymore. Correct. Yeah, the keys don't go against your inventory slots, though, so those are a little bit different. Well, they like, do for me. No, I'm talking the 8 slots on the side. You don't have to arm a key. Like you can oh, use a key, right. but yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't go against, you know, what you can carry. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, like you have to and there were times, you know, 20, 30 years ago where I was like, "Oh, I need the crank, but it's in the chest cuz so I got to run back and find the closest chest to go pick That's it up. And then doing. I got to run back and then I got to, you know, and I still like even this go round. There was some of that for me because I I couldn't remember what I needed sure. and when and, you know. Yeah,
0: I I did have a few times where it was like, I, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. And you start walking around, and it's like you kind of have to visually piece it together and be like, okay, specifically the garden area. Yeah. To get to the underground, you have to, you know, you, you got to have the battery to use the lift. Yep. And then you have to turn off the water so that the waterfall stops, but you needed to have the waterfall... You needed to have the water flowing down there so that you could get across that platform to begin with. Yep, there's an so order of like, operations. Right, exactly. Yep. So, you know, you have to, once you piece it all together, it makes sense, but like figuring that out takes time. Yep. And, you know, having played it now. To play it again, this exact version, to play it again, would take me significantly less time. Oh, yeah. You
1: could cut your time in less than half. I, I already
0: know the puzzles. Like, yep. even if I had to relearn all the controls, just to remember any of the puzzles would save me so much time. Yeah. Um, another one that really blocked me was the uh, the chemicals. So oh, the v The mix, all the chemicals together. Yeah. And I couldn't find the chemicals. I had no idea where they were at. Like, I was in the room with the bottles. I picked up all the bottles and somebody in the chat was like, no, 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 you don't need the bottles yet. You don't need them in your inventory. You can leave them in there until you're ready. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, I I still need to find the chemicals. So I'm running around trying to find the chemicals. No idea. I randomly walked up to the, in the chemical room, imagine yeah, that, yeah. and I walk up there and it's like, oh, you found chemical Two, red
1: or, or whatever. Chemical yeah. four, yep. yep. Yeah. They're all in the same room. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't uh, know. I
0: spent way too much time wandering around trying to figure it that's out. That's
1: brutal. Yeah, and the prescription for it's written on the wall and it's right. talked about in one of the papers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you, you did know, you mix it in the wrong order a couple no, of times? No, I mixed it perfect the first time through. Because if you mix it wrong, you die. Really, it, it gives off a poison that. gas and you're dead. Oh, that's so funny! <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, so those are the types of things where it's like, y- you know, if you didn't save and now you're trying to solve that's a puzzle, so like funny. boned.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I went through it just fine. Like it it made once I figured out what it was trying to tell me, it made perfect sense, and I just whipped it out. Like I I had to sit and be like, okay two and four and then six and six plus 13 and you know mix them all together to make it right but it didn't take long
1: yeah and, and i'd have to go back i i mixed it up and i made it but if i'm and i'd have to look but i don't think you actually need it so you spray it on the roots of plant 42 right and it, it helps cut down the you still have to fight them yeah yes so if i'm not mistaken and i'd have to go back for all you people out there i I'm I'm apologizing up front if I miss this, but I don't think you actually have to miss it and spray it on the roots. Like, I think you can go through the battle scene with him. It's just just a much longer, more arduous, you know. But if you can solve that puzzle and you can, you know, get it sprayed on the roots, then that takes one cycle out of, you know, what you're going through. And yeah, I mean,
0: it's funny because some of these alternate options never even crossed my mind when I was playing it. Like no idea as to like here's a puzzle. I do the puzzle. Oh well, I I understand that I need to put this on the roots to kill the plant. Right. And then I try it. The plant's still not dead. I still have to fight it. Correct. You know, it doesn't even cross my mind that I maybe I don't even need this. Maybe I can just fight the
1: plant. Yeah, and there's some of those things like you know the broken shotgun. Like you'd already grabbed the shotgun off the wall. Like you I probably...
0: didn't have a broken shotgun. I had I didn't even know that it existed. Correct.
1: Until later in the game, and I'm like, what is this shotgun for? And now you know right. that take. <laughs> The broken shotgun back, replace it with the working one, and then you don't go through the whole exercise of... No Jill Sandwiches, though. Like, that's the whole point. I, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Man, that's you're, leading, fu- you're teeing up right into the next section <laughs> with the music and the sound effects. I know.
0: Uh, so what did you give it for um, a gameplay?
1: Uh, again, I'm pretty high there, dude. I'm I'm 10 out of 10. I give it a 9. Yeah. I mean, I, nine. It's, the puzzles. I mean, there's enough of them, like... They're spread all over, but yeah, you don't feel like you're kind of grinding through. Like it's yeah. they're solvable if you know where you're going. If you don't, they're a few if rooms away. That's yeah. really all it is. Correct. If you're paying
0: attention to what you're doing and what you're picking up, they're not that hard. No. Um and, and while I was streaming it, there was a lot of people in the chat and everybody in the chat, thank you so much. It it you guys did so good because no one gave me any clues unless I specifically was like, okay. I need help. What am I doing? And that rarely happened. I much would rather figure it out on my own, and you guys did awesome. I really appreciate it. But it was also like conversation in the chat, so that yeah, makes it more interesting. Absolutely. But, but it was
1: early in your gameplay. You ended up in the room with the piano, and that was one of my hard ones because I didn't realize that you could actually move that bookshelf out of the way. Oh, yeah. Because so, so, who puts a bookshelf in front of a bookshelf? Well, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> like Sometimes the way things are just laid out on screen, like it's really hard to see what's going on. Right, yeah. So, I mean, this time, of course, I knew what was happening and what was going on, but that was one of the harder puzzles for me back in the day to solve. And it's, it's an early puzzle, but I can remember really struggling with trying to figure out how to make all that work. Yeah. And I was laughing because you grabbed the notes. You're like, oh, I'm going over the piano. And I'm, and then you walked right up to the piano. And I was like, I was so envious because I'm like, I spent so much time <laughs> trying to figure that out. And then you were like, after two minutes, you were like, nope, I guess that doesn't work. And you bailed. And I'm like,
0: oh, no. Yeah, well, I no. didn't.
1: Okay, so it's, well, again. The, it's the menu system. I don't
0: know. I don't know the menu agreed. system Agreed. Like, it wasn't so, like, your
1: fault. And that's part of the problem that I had when I played 20 years ago is you have to understand that, like, you have to go into the menu, you got to find the notes, you got to say
0: use, but you have to be in the right spot. Correct. If you're not in the perfect spot, then it's not going to work.
1: Correct. Or even with, you know, inventory control, there were a few right. times when you were playing earlier and you're like, can I just combine these things? And I'm like, yes, like <laughs> you go into the menu and you pick combine and, yeah, you know, you don't know. but nope. and then you finally did figure it out and you were like, oh, hey, like, and you freed up, you know, three inventory slots because now your bullets in one, like right. if the game did that automatically... It would make it a lot easier.
0: It does do that automatically if it's in your inventory currently. So like your ammo. You pick up a clip, you already have a clip, it combines two clips together. Right. But if you have stored your clips in the box yeah. and you pick up another clip, you have to manually combine those together. Otherwise yeah. you, you
1: have two clips, you Correct. know? And it's it's interesting. It's an interesting take. Did you always let your character auto reload? So when you would run out of ammo, were you letting your character auto reload? Um,
0: not always. Once I figured out that it was a lot quicker to reload manually, yeah. then I was doing it. I, well, mm-hmm. I, it got to the point where I was reloading after each room. So like, as if I unloaded any bullets, I was reloading immediately after I was done because who knows what's in the next door. Correct. You know? So, yeah, to that effect, yeah, I was re I was reloading manually, but from the beginning it was a lot of auto reload and here I'm like boom boom
1: boom. Ah, uh, chill hurry. And then you got to wait for that animation to <laughs> exactly. fire through- your dad.
0: Like, yep. <laughs> and it's longer on the shotgun, obviously. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I I really did the the gameplay, you know, the 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 movement was clunky and that was probably the worst of it like if the movement was a little bit better and and they did this better on the hd remaster where you can do like a quick turnaround and they they helped a little bit though they kept true to the original but you know a a few of those little things could have helped a lot but i mean back then they didn't really know how to I, i don't know i don't know if it's a, a very direct decision on how to move the character or if it was you know that they didn't really know it was too early in the 3d uh gaming to know how to even how are we going to control this character and all these
1: different camera angles you correct know? and they've addressed that with the other games and that's why you'll see a lot of flack in the resident evil community because you know with four they moved the camera it wasn't like it was in two and three so you get a different perspective and it changes how you you know interpret how that game's played so a lot of true diehard resident evil fans are you know really adamant about where that camera's at like i don't want it over my shoulder like yeah. i you know i don't I, I want fixed i want like that traditional resident evil one gameplay style right so They definitely were experimenting a lot with that and other games and they've continued to, you know, play around with that. And there's definitely people who prefer one method or the other, but those dynamics definitely factor into gameplay. You know, and as I was watching your first stream, you know, and and you were struggling with the controls, it was probably, I don't know, a solid half hour, 40 minutes. And then you'd even commented, you're like, well, this ain't so bad. Like I figured it out and, you know, there's. It's not a steep learning curve you learn it pretty quick or you right. die but yeah, exactly. you know you overcome it pretty fast and I think it's 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 negligible as far it's as just, gameplay it, it goes It makes
0: it difficult when you're trying to dodge something yeah. because you know the movements are very clunky I mean it's tank controls like yep. you're you know if you stop and you start trying to turn you're turning yep. one In position. pixel at a time yeah. you know yep. So that's tough when you have a zombie you know, chewing on your neck. Correct. Um, and panic mode doesn't help at all. Every single time that I had a panic mode, I always accidentally loop back around and I'm just embracing the zombie. Yeah. And you know, it, it happened far too many times. Sure. (laughs) Far too many times. But you know, again, it's one of those things that you just keep, keep calm, just keep going. Yep. (laughs) I, I was yelling at Jill a lot. Um, because, you know, Jill can see. She can see where she's going. Why? Why the <laughs> heck is she running into the spiller? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I I don't know. Uh. Again, I really enjoyed the gameplay part of it. Like there wasn't anything that. Again, the tank controls may maybe the worst. Sure. And the
1: saving was again. But if you play on on hard, you know that becomes a variable that they change. So the number of ink ribbons. Is there
0: that- a hard mode? How do you play on hard? So that I mean, was, obviously Chris would be a hard mode. No, but. right.
1: So that was added in director's oh, cut. Okay. So they gave some options there. If I'm not mistaken, that was sure. In director's yeah, that makes cut. sense. Yeah. So if you go uh, hard, that was hard or hardcore or yeah, they they limit. Like I think it's five six ink ribbons throughout the wow. whole game like yeah so it's it's another variable that they use to make the game more difficult right which again it, not my cup of tea like I never play on hard like I don't want to be dying constantly right I'm not a pro when it comes to play I enjoy playing the game I don't enjoy being stressed playing the game yeah um but yeah another dynamic that they use to make the difficulty I think, level I think I ended
0: with like 22
1: saves or something like that I don't remember where mine was. Probably a little less than that because I'd played before, so right. I I knew where I was going. Well, I think but, if I'd
0: have conserved a little better in the beginning, I didn't, yeah, I was saving way too much in the beginning. Sure. I think if I conserved a little bit better in the beginning,
1: the rest of the game would have been a lot better. Yeah, but, you have when you go to save, they give you like I think five or six save slots too, um, and initially out of the gate, you were like overriding the same save every yeah. time, and I did that you know back in the day. It could be really good, but it can also like. Trash you because if you overwrote a (laughs) really good save. I always
0: saved on the same save file.
1: So you want to pick different ones. And the reason is is like let's say the save file that you had before you were at like perfect health, right? You were a little farther back in gameplay, but perfect health. You know, you make it farther along, but you just beat a boss and your your health level is at a caution and you overwrite that save slot. Now, every time you start, you're starting back with a health level of caution. Like, there's no way of going back, even if you wanted to undo it. Like, you have to grind through it. Right. If you'd have picked a different save slot, you could have opted to go back to your previous save with better health. Going through it again. Right. So, you have to be careful with that, too. That's another dynamic that it's like, why do I have six save slots here? Why doesn't it just overwrite the same? I mean,
0: all the games, all the PlayStation games had
1: multiple save slots Correct. like
0: that was that was a typical thing so for me yep it was a no-brainer like yeah i don't need multiple save slots i'm not gonna go back there I'm were fine, times just keep
1: moving forward yeah 20 years ago where i would i just overwrite the same save slot and then yeah. it was like i'd start up and I'm like, dun, 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 dun. Right. I'm like oh man my health is in really bad shape because i just beat the boss and all right yeah this is gonna be not good yeah so especially if you you know were next to a slot and you're like marginally alive and you saved like Mm-hmm. now you could be in a stuck state of I'm outside a room full of hunters and...
0: I can't move forward. I I, yeah.
1: I got to start the game all over again. <laughs> like, Whoops. So use multiple luckily, save slots.
0: Luckily, I didn't come into that problem. No,
1: yeah, you did really well. <laughs> I, yeah, you did great. You did way better than I did the first time playing through 30 I've years ago. i played a lot of video games. Yeah. No, there's there's truth in that, yeah. which, you know, in 96, I, I hadn't. Right. So
0: I would have been in way worse shape had i played this as a kid yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't have read anything yeah I would have just gone by the seat of my pants just like well yep. I, I don't know what i'm doing now yep. you know i'm with you <clears throat> all right let's talk about the music yes i gave it a 10 out of 10
1: oh wow i did all right so i'm a little lower i'm at a 7 out of 10 okay. and I, I i went there because i combine music and sound effects in yeah, the same yeah it is right mm-hmm. the the some of the sound effects in this game have a majority of the voice animation super cheesy like you know when joel gets the lockpick from barry he's like you the master of lockpicking like (laughs) i'm like what are we doing like even when i was a kid i'm like what is this it's so
0: cringy the voice acting is so cringy but it's so 90s it's so 90s and it it yep. was charming to me. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it was cheesy and it was cringy, but, like, I thought that that was part of the fun. And, you know, all the music was amazing. Yeah. All the way through the game. I loved every little clip of sound, music-wise, that they threw at me. Yep. You know, every now and then you go into, like, a safe room and it had this very peaceful music to it, or, you know, you go into an area that you've never been before and it's like this creepy you know not so much music as it is just like a bunch of sounds thrown at you
1: you know it just it really set the mood well you could eventually get to the point to where when you would go through a door you may not have remembered where it was taking you but as soon as the music started playing you're like oh i'm in the dining hall or oh i'm in the like you start to subconsciously connect those dots right so yeah and that's that's why i was at a seven like the scores are really good the music's really good you know Similar to you know horror genre and horror films, like they do a really good job of letting the music and the soundtrack like affect you know how you were playing. Like everything in the hall is all cool, and then tsh, the glass breaks, and you're you know, yep. and you're like, all right, now like crap just got real, real fast, like you know. So it, it adds to you know the scare factor, if you will, when you're there playing. Was,
0: there was some spots that the music was way creepier than it needed to be. Um, the basement specifically, the basement of the mansion, yeah. it's like this creepy music and there's like, it's not that creepy down there.
1: No, <laughs> uh, there's a few sharks. You solve a puzzle and right. there's no water anymore. Like there's not a lot going on down there. <laughs> yep. I'm with you.
0: Um, I don't know. I just, I loved all the sound effects to the zombies sounded something uh, going along with the, how the zombies sounded every enemy had its own distinct sound Mm -hmm. so when you walk into a room even though you can't see them if you just sit for a minute you can tell exactly what's in the room correct you you can tell if it's spiders or if it's you know the dogs or if it's a zombie sliding around yeah so that much i i liked how i could go into a room and be like is there anything here
1: should i be nervous (laughs) did you ever have any luck like and maybe you didn't. I don't know. I didn't watch all of mm-hmm. your gameplay footage, but like firing blindly off screen when you couldn't see what was in front of you and taking anything out where you were able to because you can like if you're facing down the hallway and you can't see what's down there, but you can hear it. You can fire off a couple of shots and you know, I drop a zombie or think
0: that the bullets affected anything off screen. They do because every time I fired off screen, I didn't hit a thing. Yeah. Or I couldn't tell I hit a thing. Sure. Like a lot of it, it was mainly the dogs that gave me the most grief. And if I could hear the dog and I know about where it's at, I would fire in that direction and I would never hit it.
1: You got to wait till they get almost up on you and you have to be pointed down. Um, shotgun, you know, tears them up pretty quick, but shotgun ammo is a premium. And that's
0: exactly it. Handgun's
1: yeah. a way to deal with the dogs. But, you know, again, and if the, you wait the dogs till they are get. They're crazy. They are.
0: And they can, like, they chain you too. So like if there's two of them, like one will attack you and while you're trying to recover, the second one attacks you. And yep. then you try to recover and it, the first one attacks. Yeah. It's like you're dead before you know it. Yep. So if you're Sometimes. not taking them out yep. quickly. Correct. And that was the biggest problem with going between the mansion and the underground. That's why I had to do that section so many times. Because yeah, the, the dogs. stupid
1: dogs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But no, I, I thought the music was great. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Very, very good. Uh, food for thought. They did change that up in previous releases. So if you go and you play like Director's Cut, and there's YouTube videos on all this, but they took out some of the good sound effects oh, really? and, and they replaced them with really crappy ones. Oh, that's true. And bad. there's there's long, arduous stories as to why they did it. And huh. but yeah, there's a lot of people that don't like director's cut because of some of the crappy audio that you know got Weird. replaced and a lot of people are like why would you take like excellent music out of a game and replace it with you know huh. subpar scores for you know so those types of things have happened as the gameplay you know goes along but yeah for the most part it's, it's great
0: yeah i didn't have i didn't have any problems with it what was what was your biggest problem with the Oh, right, you told me some of the sound effects were...
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, I mean, it's not really... I guess it probably plays more into gameplay, but, you know, like, you get to the point where you open a door and it's like, creak, yeah.
0: and you're waiting, and then creak, yeah, and then it's just yeah. over and
1: over and over again. But, and
0: the dog's howling in the background over and over and over and over again. Yeah,
1: yeah. but no, I mean, it, it was good. I mean, it was it was well done. Again, it's not that, you know, uh, sprighty, repeated, you know... Yeah, though the audio tracks do repeat, but I not to the point where like comparing it to a Nintendo title where you obviously uh, notice the track is looped. You right. know? Like it's just
0: I really enjoyed some of the rooms that just had no sound. It it added to the atmosphere.
1: But even know? in the rooms that had no sound, there was, because you were hearing the effects of your feet against right. the well, floor. Yeah, of or yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right, so overall
1: i'm in a nine out of ten
0: I'd, same okay yep. good i thoroughly enjoyed the game i didn't expect i would enjoy it as much as i did good um i was yeah i i just got done playing metal gear solid and i struggled through that game to no end like i just i it's just so
1: much struggling to the point where you didn't like it yeah
0: Uh, i i think by the end i was okay with it but there was a lot that i was not happy with where when i started playing this game i i had that mindset of oh no this is gonna be so much the same because it's the same era it's the same like um game game gameplay concept where you're shooting enemies you know with this clunky mechanic and it wasn't that way like it wasn't nearly... Like, the the enemies were nearly as difficult. Mainly because they didn't fire at me. Right. Um, but... You know, it, there wasn't any, like, cheap shots. Like, when I died, it was me. Like, yeah, the dogs kind of, they, they would do their thing. But, I mean, still, I put myself in that situation. Sure. It, I, not any time did I think, okay, the game is out to, to get me. It was, if I, if there was a mistake made, it was my mistake. I fully could take the blame for it. It wasn't the gameplay that yeah.
1: screwed me up. It makes sense.
0: So, yeah, I, I in uh, the puzzles, I really,
1: really enjoyed the puzzles. Um... Would you play it again? Now that you know the puzzles, is there anything that would I
0: would I think I would continue playing the the HD remaster of the game. Um and this game specifically, I don't know. I think I would have to take a bunch of time, like maybe a couple years to kind of forget some of it. Sure. To want to experience it again. Yeah. Um but like yeah, I think I would. And I think I would try Chris's side, too, just to see, you know, now that I know the gameplay mechanics and I understand the puzzles, maybe making it a little more difficult would be fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
1: I I would encourage that you move forward in the series. So if you're having, you know, that urge to play Resident Evil again, start with two and then three and, you know. You get more of the storyline and, you know, two and three are just as good as one, in my opinion. And, you know, yeah. I mean, even now coming back to, you know, review this, like it did take me a while. Like I thought, man, eh, no big deal. I'll just mop through this. And man, I got like halfway through the game and I'm like, where's that key? <laughs> like, where, and I know I need, you know, yep. <sighs> and I, I didn't want to cheat and just go look up where I needed to go. Yep. Like I, yep. that's not what the spirit of this is all about. Yep. So, you know. You grind through and, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I got to do this or I got to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. It did. It took me a while going through this. I wasn't able to just tear through it like I thought I was going to. So, yeah, you'll forget where all the puzzles are at. Yeah, and,
0: and the, I like that. Yeah. um, I did pick up the – I've kind of hinted at it, but I did pick up the, the HD remaster and I played about, I don't know, a little less than half of the game. Um, I got through most of the mansion. Before you head to the like yard house or whatever, the sure. like shed or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, the remaster changed a lot of the original game. So, like, there's completely different puzzles, there's completely different areas of the house. Yep. I mean, the graphics are obviously better. Oh, way better. The, I mean, obviously, we've got, I don't know. 2002 so i mean there's you know quite a bit of time in between to upscale it make it look a lot better yeah and it does um the zombies are a little bit different because if they are dead they will sit there until you burn them and if you do not burn them they come back to life correct (laughs) so that's challenging
1: you can stab them as well um because, again, your oil and your lighter is another right. limited resource to make it harder. Um, but, yeah, that is something that they added in as a dynamic in that game to make, it, again, a little bit more challenging. So, yeah, and that's where you get into the, the verbiage of, you know, was this a remake or is this an HD remaster? Or, like, is it the same game? Is it a different game? And, you know, I'll give Capcom credit, like... If they remake it and they move puzzles around, like they call it a remake, you know, and they know going into it, like we're gonna change things, right? So
0: it's great, I think, for the people who are they've grown up with the original Resident Evil. They know they know this game like the back of their hand, and then they play this game and things are moved around, the puzzles are different. It makes you think it makes you rethink the puzzles over again because things aren't in the same spot.
1: You're in the same mansion, but you're not in the same mansion. Exactly, it's different enough to where it's a new game, but not different enough to where you're like, "What is this?" Right. It doesn't it's, it's detract very
0: familiar, but it's it's different. Correct. Yeah.
1: And that's that's the the mark that you're going for on a remake is to make it, yeah. you know. You good still enough want but people not, to play not correct
0: and not just breeze through it because yeah. they played it a million times
1: i can remember getting the, the 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 remake uh on the gamecube when it came out just purely to see the graphical changes that were made and yeah i mean it was you know that for me was the start of you know us turning into wanting games to be graphically more beautiful right. and you know I'm like I'll buy it. You know I already played it, but you know I'm a Resident Evil fan and then you get in and you're like wait, wait a minute, there's supposed to be a door here. Like what? there's no door. Like <laughs> Wait a minute, this is around. a new game. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah or yeah, so I mean it was very cool to be able to go through And but they're different games. They're yeah, not they really, are. really yeah, they you know. really are. Yeah.
0: Um I from what I played of the HD remake, I wasn't as happy with it as the original. Like there was something about the original that just was more fun i don't know if it was the like the introduction to it because you know now i kind of have a soft spot in my heart for this game so playing it again on the gamecube yeah it looks prettier but like there was just something about it that
1: wasn't as fulfilling as the original was
0: even though i played it back to back like literally
1: yeah you you play a lot of games you know on this this channel you review a lot of stuff i if if you really did enjoy playing this i'm Strongly going to push, (laughs) and I'll be texting you three times a week. Like, have you started Resident Evil 2 yet? Yeah, right. Because for me, like, two picks right up where one left off. New game, new characters, better graphics. You know, we're trying to fix the controls. Three, even better. Like, it just keeps, you know. Four, came out on the GameCube, they took the track, they moved the camera angle, you know, um, 4 actually released on the Wii like I think a year, year and a half later Mm -hmm. because they wanted to be able to take advantage of the Wii motion controls. Sure. Some people argue that Resident Evil 4 for the Wii is by far the best game that was ever made in the series because of those those controls. Yep. Um, You know, for me... uh, I didn't want to wait a year and a half for them to figure out how to work motion controls in a game that already existed. So, you know, it's those types of things. Um, Five, six, you know, um, again, different veins. They're doing different stuff. But if you definitely liked one, I would argue that if we were to review two and three, you're going to feel more of what you felt in Hmm. one and go. Interesting. Okay, like it's familiar but this is complete new story, this is different right. scenario, like some of those levels have us outside for a majority of, you know, the game, we're not necessarily, you know, in a mansion. Um hmm. so yeah, like I don't know, like with 2, they took some really creative liberties of, you know, I mean it's a multi-disc game, you know, you can do the player select, but now depending on which disc you put in, you start with that was never an option before, like, and it's a different yeah. gameplay. Like, there's some really cool stuff that Capcom did when they started to b- do two and three, and and to move the series and the franchise forward. That as a kid, you know, 20 years ago, it's like what? Like, yeah, you know, no. I can completely change the way this game plays by starting with a different disc. Like, mind blown. It's like, still, it still is revolutionary. Yeah.
0: Like it's it's just a different way to play a game. But I yeah, mean, I, even Resident Evil One, like you have you have your character selection, but then you start adding in the like the dynamics of what that choice is. You know. How the the game changes with that one simple choice and how, you know, the ink ribbon, you know, how you got to manage that and manage your ammo. And it's just different. It's completely different from anything I've ever played.
1: So as a guy who's, you know, now in his 40s, you know, that's why you're starting to see these games come back you know especially with the ps4 i mean you and i were talking about it before we started but you know resident evil 3 just announced that it's coming out for the ps4 like april 3rd of 2020 like less than three four months away right they just remade two two. right last year in january so you know capcom you know sony they're taking a step back and they're saying you know these are the ways we would have made this game 20 years ago if we'd have had, you know, 12 teraflops of CPU power (laughs) and ray shading and all this other stuff that, you know, now we can actually experience that mansion, you know, in all of its glory with high def. Like, as a guy in his 40s, like, I'm on, take my money. Like, you know, I'll replay it again. And again, they're remastering them, so they're changing the puzzles to make them new, but yet... It's here's the game that we wish we could have made for you 30 years ago. Like, and it's kind of cool. Like from a developer's perspective, as a guy who nerds out on, you know, how all that's done, I'm sure the guys and the gals that were on the development teams for Resident Evil 1 30 years ago, this is what they were delivering. It was mind-blowing for 96 for them to be able to do the stuff that they were doing, and it's what they wanted to try to achieve. And I think they would be proud of the product they put forward. But to be able to go back and to redo it, like... 30 years later like how cool is that
0: to see the you know the back-to-back difference between resident evil one and the resident evil remake i was in the same mansion it was a little bit moodier things were a little bit different but like when i played resident evil one that's what it looked like to me yeah like i i don't know if it's just the the filter that i can put on some of these old games like i can see there's enough direction there that I can see the HD part of it. Like playing the HD remake, I'm like, yeah, but that's why it's the same thing to me. Like, yeah, Yeah. it looks really pretty, but like when I was playing the first one, this is kind of how it looked like anyway. Yep. You know, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but I feel like you get it. I
1: do. I understand what you're saying. Your brain is stitching in and, and your brain is going, wow, a carpet. Like you're not looking at that going... Nine square pixels right, that kind of yeah, look exactly. like a carpet. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in the new one, it's obvious that, you know, it's an HD carpet. The yeah. the re-render, it's a much darker game. It is, yeah. Like, I don't mean darker from, no, like, gorier, visually like, visually, like, yeah, they use lighting controls because now they have that ability yep. to shade to put a zombie out of reach to where you it's in the dark you can hear it but you can't and now it's a different aspect like oh man that was
0: something that i found interesting too in the remake is that they because the zombies come back there's this zombie that's way down the hallway you can see him he's hanging out in the light you can just barely see him you don't have to kill him yeah but if you do you can't see his body sitting there on the floor no so if you don't go and blow up that body you're hosed in you know a a couple minutes right (laughs) yeah so I I thought that was cool. Clever.
1: Yeah, continuing to take liberties with gameplay mechanics yeah. while you know still trying staying true to the franchise and right. you know I mean they've made freaking dare I say billions you know on oh, this yeah, you I'm know sure. series yeah with, I'm sure yeah no I'm glad you had a good time playing it yeah thank you for uh, pushing me to play this game yeah no it. it's it's very very popular it's <laughs> I, definitely one in my I arsenal just, of I
0: just picked up the long box copy at a yard sale I. I can't remember now how much I paid for it, but it was probably just a couple bucks. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it happens far too often. I'm kidding, man.
1: <clears throat> They're just really hard to find, like from a collector's perspective. And I mean, yeah, it's got some wear and tear, like, yeah, it, but yeah, it's in course. really good condition. Most of those long boxes are not. I know they well, have I not have a few that held are just up well. Yeah, they didn't make them all that long. Like, that was Sony's initial foray into it. And it was like, wait a minute, like, we can cut game production costs by not right. overprinting plastic. <laughs> what are we doing? You know?
0: But yeah, I mean, when I picked this up, I'm like, this, it's cool, but I'm not a fan. And that's when you reach out and you're like, you got to play this. Yeah. If you haven't played it, you got to play it. So, play no, it. I'm really happy you did. And um, I am going to continue playing some Resident Evil. I'm planning on playing Resident Evil 4 actually next month yeah good so that's gonna be plenty of time to get two
1: and three in before you get to four (laughs)
0: it's it's good to know that each game is kind of its own thing so like you know yeah they kind of play off of each other from like concept point of views but like each one it's its own story so there is no like right or wrong you know no set way to play them.
1: Correct. Yeah, there will be like, if you were to play them in order, I will say things will make a little bit more sense, but not sure. to the point where it would definitely detract from. And you're going, what? I, I right. do No, it's not going to keep you from playing the game or being successful. Um, but yeah, you know, to be able to play them in order, you kind of get, you know, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, did, was there any point and I'm just curious, mm-hmm. like, did you get scared at no, all playing the game? Like there was no video games. Don't scare me. Interesting. Because I, I know, like, one wasn't that bad for me. Like, two got really bad. Like, I would not, still won't, like, to this day, play two in the dark or if it's raining <laughs> outside. Like, they bring a lot more, like, jump scares into the game. Yeah. And, like, you know, you try to open a door. Oh, there's nothing there. I try to open the door. There's nothing there. You open the door. And, boom, like, zombies coming through. Dogs coming through. Like, yeah. you're falling through floors and sound effects are going. Like, it's just... Like that whole dun 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 dun, dun, yeah. dun all the time. Like it just, I, I can't like, yeah I don't I don't like I playing think, the games in the dark.
0: I think for me, horror video games are different because I expect to die. Like I know it's inevitable. Yeah. The video game is designed to kill my character. Yeah, so it's going to happen. Where when I'm watching like a horror movie. I portray myself so much on the main character that like their hardships are my hardships and they're not supposed to die. Sure. So like it it makes me way more anxious and way more like scared in a movie scenario. I got you. But like in a video game, I just yeah, I mean, it's an inevitable. I saved it, I'll die. And when I die, I and not to say that there aren't like jump scares when I played the HD remake. There were a few times that zombies are coming in the woods, so like ah, you know, I panic more than scared. Sure, Sure, sure. But I I think that was the worst of it.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, they, they try to continue to play on that a little farther in the series, yeah. you know. Um yeah, when I first played four the first time, I think I was decapitated within like the first thirty <laughs> seconds of the game. <laughs> yep. And it was dark outside and I was like, Yep, nope, power off. I'm like, I'll play <laughs> that tomorrow. I'm not trying this anymore tonight. Like, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Played, you're, um, you're on a like dirt road. Yeah, and it's like you know the wind's blowing, and you're out in the middle of nowhere. Like, all right, this did not start out well, and you're just walking, and it's like all of a sudden the music's like da da. da And I'm like, I haven't done anything. I'm just walking. Da 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 da. Right. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I'm walking, and then like you see this mansion off in the distance, and I'm like, da 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 da. And I'm like. I'm looking around. I'm like, I best get to running, you know. <laughs> yeah, that did not work out well That's for me, funny. my friend. Yeah, so it's 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 cool. Like I I I'm not much for horror movies. I definitely yeah. like the the uh, uh, horror genre, the survival horror genre. Resident Evil is is like the kingpin in that whole. Like it's where it started. Yeah. You know, I a mean, lot they, of people have tried to. A lot of people have tried, and, and again, you know, out of out of laughter's sake, have you ever played Dino Crisis? Mm-mm. All right. So when we get done recording, <laughs> go to your collection, pull out Dino Crisis, slap it in, and play like the first five minutes, right? It's like Resident Evil with dinosaurs instead. Character mappings mapping, exactly the same. Like level layouts, graphics, like it's almost like Capcom like took another stab and I think Capcom did Man, I'm really putting my street cred on the line by going out here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Capcom did Dino Crisis. Um Great game. Like if you liked Resident Evil, you probably would it's really like, like
0: like a reskin of Resident Evil?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like you've got puzzles, you're you're fighting dinosaurs instead of zombies. Like you're you're playing as different characters, different storyline. But if you like that puzzle solving, like yeah, dynamic, you'd really like Dino Crisis. They yeah. made Dino Crisis two, Dino Crisis Three it didn't work yeah, out yeah, as well as Dino say, Crisis they
0: one. Don't, they don't have many out there now. No. Not
1: like Resident Evil blew up. No. They they tried, you know, to kind of capture what lightning they had in a bottle and they've tried to repurpose it and other companies have tried too you know mm-hmm. to kind of but nothing has ever really captured what you just started mm-hmm. like it just yeah. it it you know so to your point like you kind of replayed what you've already played it's not the same anymore because you've kind of ripped the bandaid off already so yeah like I said I'm glad you really enjoyed it it's one cool. of my it's it's really high for me and and all-time favorite games that you know awesome. I I beat
0: good well, I had a great time I really did um my total score
1: was a 41 out of 50. What'd you end up with? 43. I'm 2 points higher. And <laughs> I'm I'm, you know, 30 years into the franchise, so, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh that's a 40 or uh, sorry, 84 out of 100, so that's you know, it's a B. It's, you know, it's a strong B. <laughs> Man,
1: it's just tough to get have, out of curiosity, like if you graded any games that ended up in the 90 plus Yes. What, can you throw one off the top of your um, head that would have ended up Super that Metroid high?
0: Metroid was an A. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, it's definitely yep.
1: you know worthy of an A.
0: Um, it's it's tough playing these games that are so close to your childhood and playing them from a critical point of view. I have Final Fantasy VII coming up
1: soon. Sure,
0: I'm gonna start playing that, and I have to grade it from a critical point of view. And it,
1: I, I'm nervous at what I'm gonna score. it well, at, I know, you know when we were on episode 16, and we talked about you know Super Mario 64. Like that was one of my favorite games for the console. And when it yeah. all came out in the wash, and we it was like a C. Yeah, and right. I'm like, yikes! Like yeah. this game is way better than that. But it's a kind lot of not, it's nostalgia. Like, it, some of it is, you yeah. know, you can't you know remap that when you break it down by story, like mario games uh they lack in story like right, oh yeah. princesses yeah. i digress but you know uh <laughs> yeah like it's tough so yeah i would have liked to have seen it in the a but you know it, it's a great game I, like if you have get better from here i mean uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't played Resident Evil, like do it. did you have any problems with your game skipping on the hardware? How did you play it? out of curiosity?
0: Um, I played it with the disc, and we can talk more about it afterwards, but sure,
1: that's um, just a problem. People playing and, it nowadays, like getting a, a a unit that can read the CD media without it skipping. This game would be horrible to play if the audio cut sequences were skipping and you I had noticed, a problem on a bad console. So. I
0: noticed that the uh, the intro was very skippy. And that's just like the Capcom like wah, wah, that it does. Yeah, yeah. And that was very uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, well. That's uh, the chunk of disc that gets read the first time every time. Yeah, like it's, I know, right? it's what gets beat up the worst, <laughs> right?
0: So I mean, that that definitely was noticeable,
1: but I mean, it didn't hinder the game any. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, definitely would recommend if you haven't played Resident Evil before that you check it out.
0: Yeah, and there's so many different versions out there that I'm sure oh, you can yeah. get your hands on something for a reasonable price. I mean, the HD um, remaster on the GameCube is only like
1: $15. bucks. can not so beat like, that. Y- yeah. You that's... can buy a PlayStation Classic for 15 bucks and get it for free. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> right? They're, true. they're dang near giving those things away these days. Exactly. So. Yeah, although I think the version that's on the the PlayStation Classic is actually the European version. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't they know what didn't the differences. They didn't bother to localize any of the ROMs, so they're like even in the NTSC versions for the U.S. They just put the European ROMs on there. Yeah. So for a diehard Resident Evil fan like myself, I was sorely disappointed. I'm like, I want what I played. I don't want. There were differences in the games, believe really? it or not. Yeah, and they're they're minor, but, you know, the way that, you know, the characters go down and which weapons and, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So.
0: Well, thank you again for joining me. I really had a good time.
1: Happy to do this anytime, man.
0: Yeah, well, I might hit you up on that. Please
1: do. I don't get a game enough, um, and it's always a good excuse when you're like, hey, you want to review? Yes, please. Like, yeah, it's... Now I got to squirrel away some game time and, that's, you that's know.
0: That's it. It's nice to have to set that aside and say, okay, we're playing this to completion. Yep. You know, it's, it's far too easy to just throw in a game and play it, you know, the first hour or so, and then let it go to the wayside. Like I was doing before I started the podcast and that's, what's been so great. Like I'm playing these games all the way through and I'm seeing, them. Um, you know, I I'm seeing so many different stories and so many different, you know, ways of gameplay
1: and it's yeah. it's awesome well even with this one and i hate to admit this i mean i i beat it years and years and years ago but i couldn't remember who the last boss was yeah going in at the end i'm like who am i like i'm a huge fan of two so a lot of my resident evil lineage is two in the storyline in my head because that was my favorite game the one i played the most so even going to this one i'm like i i didn't know until you know, i got to that cutscene, and i was oh, oh right. all right <laughs> yeah. now i remember right so it was really cool, kind of being able to peek under that curtain again after thirty some years, and you know it was fresh. Yeah, like I said, I struggled to get through it. Like I thought, <laughs> no brainer. I'm a Resident Evil fan. I've done this before. Not man. Where? Wow. Okay. Yeah all right, well, give me another day. I thought I was going to be done this weekend, but I'm going to need Monday, you yeah. know? So. No, I
0: had the same problem. I mean, I was playing it all weekend, and then Monday came, and I'm like, I'm still not done. <laughs> like, I have to finish this thing today so that we have plenty of time to yeah. schedule a review. Yeah. And then I get a hold of you, and you're like, oh, I'm still not done yet. And I'm yep, like,
1: yep. that's fine. All right, good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Thanks to everybody who's listening and watching. I do appreciate it. Um, the next podcast episode is going to be January 1st, 2020, and that is going to be Pokemon Sword and Shield. So if you guys are a fan of the Pokemon games, make sure you check it out. If not, it's a-okay. We will be playing more Resident Evil games very soon and reviewing those. And, uh, yeah. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.